I'm Emma. I'm Shannon. And welcome to This Podcast Doesn't Exist. I wasn't sure if you wanted me to say it. I don't know why I paused. Dramatic pause. Yeah. Like, PBS Masterpiece Theater presents This Podcast Doesn't Exist. (laughs) The Bridgerton version. Aww. Conspiracy. I finally did watch Bridgerton, you guys. So now you can talk to me about it. She's also obsessed with it. It's great. It's honestly... Particularly with the spoon. You know what we mean. Honestly, it's, first of all, just the fantasy of being in that time period, the way that these people are in that time period, like, wealthy. Oh, yeah. I would not want to be, I would not want to be poor, well, in any point of history, I guess. <laughs> Never. But also, like, distinctly dirty yeah. London streets kind of thing. Like, yeah. Oof. Yeah, we don't focus on the plumbing in the Bridgerton oh, world. Oh, no, not at all. We don't talk about the We just talk about situation. the balls and the, you know, the teas and dukes. the dukes and the duchesses. Yeah. So. Anywho. Anyway, I'm going to need you to buckle in mm. because it is currently 9.15 at night when we are recording this and I may spook you. So I don't like the way you said that. Spookadoo. I don't. Th- can I just say, I was having this thought when we were prepping to start this episode, that today's recording session <laughs> entirely takes me back to, like, sophomore year of college chaotic energy. You're welcome. Because we, I just feel like this is very college of us. Like, we, not that we procrastinated all day, but... No, we were working. You know, we took a little TikTok break. We did stop for lunch. It was also a very momentous day. Today, when we were recording, the day we are recording uh, is Inauguration Day. And we watched... (laughs) We watched America's very first female vice president, South... South, Asian vice president and African-American vice president sworn in. And And Joe Biden was there too. But he fully understands the the position he has is slightly secondary to Kamala Harris. But in any case, we're very excited. My mom is very excited. She is currently sitting in a ball gown on her couch, apparently wearing a tiara. Has she sent photos? No, I'm sure they're on Facebook, but I'm never on Facebook. That's fair. Yeah. But she's very excited. We are very excited. It was a very momentous day. Um, so we took some time to get to this point. So now it is 9.15 and I'm going to tell you something spooky. All right. Well, hold on. Let me double Power Ranger style buckle in. <laughs> All right. Today, my friend, we're talking about Robert the Doll. I, I don't like the sound of that. Not one bit. <laughs> a young boy named Robert developed an attachment to his toy, taking it with him everywhere. It started to take over his life and has now taken over others. But does this life-sized doll have a life of its own? Why is it life-sized? We'll get there. So this doll, his name is Robert, Ooh. and he is three feet tall and about six pounds. He is dressed in a sailor suit, complete with hat. He is stuffed with what is called wood wool, which is basically heavily milled straw and wood shavings, which, like, 
what happens if that you know how like pillows will get like feathers yeah, that feels stuck out of them? Humid. Yeah. Also, why do you have to ruin the navy for me? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't look. It looks like a a like turn of the century sailor suit that like they would Donald wear. Duck. Yeah, but not as cute and with pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God for small yeah. pants. <laughs> thank so goodness the crazy for doll pants. Is wearing pants. All right. So his pockmarked face has the remnants of clown paint blushing his cheeks. His black button eyes stare blankly, and tucked under his arm is a toy of his own, a stuffed animal that is either. A lion, a dog, or a bear. It's not really consistent. I'm going to show you a picture of Robert. I don't want it. What do you think that stuffed animal is, first of all? <laughs> I'm not... It looks unhinged to me. <laughs> um, I couldn't... I. But lion, the, you can kind of see. Dog, uh, you can kind of see. I the, don't get bear. The vibe of this stuffed animal feels familiar to me. Ooh, that's creepy. No, but the dog doesn't creep me out. The sailor boy it freaks me out. Yeah. I feel like the dog I I feel like this is the second reference I've made to this franchise on this podcast, which is truly absurd to me. But the um the dogs with a Z maybe they were a thing in early 2000s. Yes. Oh my gosh. With the big heads. When have heads. you mentioned this before? I don't remember. But, but I, I remember these. But I feel like I've talked about it. Oh, on golly. the podcast, maybe. But they're just, they aren't cartoons. No, no, no. They are just photos, maybe, that are taken with a certain kind of lens. No, I remember dogs, these. dogs, yeah. their heads are huge. And, and then their bodies they, are teeny. And then they made them into toys that, like, yeah. Burger King or something. I had a calendar with them, oh. of them with, like, of dogs and also of cats. Mm. So, yeah. But that, I, I, I get don't it. know. I'm not scared of the, the doll's doll. I'm yeah. I'm just scared You're not of the scared doll. of the stuffed, the stuffed animal. You're scared of the doll. Yeah. Totally fair. So, we went on a ghost tour when we were in Key West, Florida. Um, and some of this is from stories that I remember from our ghost guide or whatever. Um, but a lot of this is what I found in research. So some of this has my own thoughts in here as well. So here's the story. Robert Eugene, nicknamed Gene Otto, belonged to a prominent family in Key West, Florida during the turn of the 20th century. He was a young boy in 1904 when he was gifted with a doll about his size for his fourth birthday. Remember this thing's three feet tall. Four feet tall? Three feet tall. Three feet, yeah. There are differing accounts as to how he ended up with the toy, however. The most credible account is that on a trip to Germany, Otto's grandfather stopped at the Steiff Company to pick up a toy for his grandson. The doll he chose was not one that was manufactured on a large scale. Rather, that was part of a window display and especially made for a clown and circus set. It has been confirmed that he is a Steiff creation and a unique one, though there is no documentation as to whether the grandfather actually gifted the doll or not upon his return. Like, there's no real, like, there's no photograph mm -hmm. of, of uh, the grandfather with the doll or anything like that. He is also filled with this wood wool, this straw, um, which is a bit of an unusual choice for Stife because their, their normal stuffed animals aren't filled with that. 
Um, but, but maybe because it's a window it's a, display. Yeah, it's a display item rather than an actual stife item. It's interesting that he's in a sailor suit. Just wait. When it's a circus So scene. he came in a Harlequin outfit. Oh. We'll get to why he's wearing the sailor suit. Okay. The most popular account is that the doll was actually a gift from a member of the house's staff. An unnamed maid, whose origin was either Jamaica or Haiti, gave the doll to Jean as a way to remember her as he got older, and she no longer could take care of him as she was planning on leaving the house. There are rumors as to why, or even if she did, but one rumor was that either one or both of the masters of the house, Jean's parents, were cruel to her, and she didn't want to deal with it anymore. What year is this again? 1904. Okay. And he's only four years old. Gotcha. But she loved Jean. So she stayed long enough to find or make the perfect gift for him. But it's kind of been confirmed that it's Stife, so that doesn't make sense. So maybe she found it somewhere, bought it, I don't Mm -hmm. know. The other was that she wanted to find a lasting way to curse her employers for their cruelty. Mm -hmm. And so felt that the best way to guarantee that the curse would persist was to place it within a doll that the boy would never want to give up. And so, as she was a practitioner of voodoo, she put a curse that they couldn't reverse on the doll. You like my rhyme? Yeah. Also, that kind of feeling uh, reminds me of um, recently I've been seeing on TikTok people going around and saying, these are what I would have used for horcruxes. Oh, I would yeah. Lord Voldemort. The entire and ocean. Like a crushed white claw can in a frat house or yeah. something. You know, stuff that would never get noticed yeah. because it's not important. Yeah. But kind of, but I guess hers is the opposite. But it's so clever that yeah. a child, it's true. Have you ever met a toddler that has its mindset on something? Exactly. Also, Which I definitely, um, you know, I can understand the desire to curse a previous employer. I feel like we've all been there. <laughs> we've all been there. Yeah. Regardless, Gene received the doll and instantly took to it. He had it with him everywhere. And remember, this thing is the same size as him, basically. So, so he's, he's a swole four-year-old. Four year <laughs> well, I think it's it's since it's six pounds, he might just be, like, dragging it with him. That's but, right. like, still. When he first got it, the doll and he were about the same size. And so he called him Robert, his own name, and started to go by Jean. It's reported that Jean walked up to his mother and said, call me Jean. When she asked why, he said, because Robert said so. Mm-mm. As Jean grew, he still clung to Robert. Eventually, the doll was taken out of the Harlequin outfit he came in and was dressed in one of Jean's old outfits, a sailor shirt, pants, and cap, which fit him perfectly. Mm-mm. I'm going to show you a picture of little Robert Jean Otto in the sailor suit with his friend. Oh, okay. So it's the same so sailor suit. Two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't put the creepy doll in. No. Don't give him your name. Don't give. Oh. Mm-hmm. Also, this is probably what Robert looked like when he arrived. Uh. Uh-uh, nope. Yeah. Uh-uh. I just I needed you to see it so that you knew. I don't like it. I'm sorry. Clowns and dolls and curses. And, and it's like kind of doing ghosts. like the flopped over, yeah. but like its head looks it's like definitely it's not a great picture in. of it. Uh, you can also experience this sense of impending doom and terror with me uh, <laughs> if you follow us on Instagram at this podcast doesn't exist. I'm sure these photos will be there. They will. 
You're welcome. When Jean was 10, his mother was awoken by her son screaming for help from his bedroom and the sounds of furniture being thrown and turned over. She rushed to his room and threw open the door. Jean was curled up tight at the top corner of his bed, shivering with fear, and Robert sitting at the end of it. No! The room was in complete disarray, ah! with furniture and clothing everywhere. When asked what happened, Jean said he woke up to Robert sitting at the end of the bed, staring at him. <laughs> Are you crying again? <laughs> Not yet. With items flying across the room and being thrown towards him. Oh, that's even creepier that the doll is like... Yeah, still. Uh, is still in sedentary, but the stuff is like, oh my yeah. god, okay. He also said, quote, Robert did it. No! This quote became a mantra that Jean would recite any time something odd, destructive, or inexplicable would happen around him. New theory. Jean is just an undiagnosed wizard. Undiagnosed! A la Harry Potter. Undiagnosed, like it's a disease or a disorder. A, an unidentified wizard. I don't know. Undiagnosed. I love that. <laughs> oh, thank you for the levity. Uh, hi, my name is Shannon. I deal with feelings through humor. <laughs> I would like you all to know that Shannon is fully underneath a blanket and laying down against this futon so that she can be as far away from me as possible while still being on the couch. And warm. But I'm, like, too warm. Okay. All right. Even with the night of flying furniture, Jean still brought Robert everywhere with him. Probably because Robert threatened him, just saying. <laughs> His parents would hear him talking to the doll and could hear another completely different voice answer back. The parents could see the doll's face change expressions. No! Allegedly saw him talk as well. What? But still, they allowed Gene to keep the doll since he was so attached. Child abuse. <laughs> Maybe like, Child just neglect. burn it! Burn it! Or I don't care what happens. No, just... actually, I was going to say throw it in the ocean, but then it would probably come no, back and it would back. be all wet and terrifying. No. Still, anything that was destructive or negative that happened was blamed on Robert by Gene. Even if Gene himself had evidently done it. Well, that makes sense to me. Yeah. People, kids blame their imaginary friend when they do naughty things. Absolutely. So Robert always did it. No matter what it was. If it was good, Gene did it. If it was bad, Robert did it. Mm. Eventually, the family moved to France, leaving oh. Robert behind in a nailed shut box. So obviously, the parents of Gene were like, this thing needs to be nailed shut inside of a box. I am not, <laughs> we're not playing around. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> no! Oh my god! <laughs> are you crying? I'm so sorry! <laughs> no, you're not. Just keep going. Okay. The only way out is through. <laughs> Jean grew up and studied at the Academy of Fine Arts in Chicago with aspirations of becoming an artist. Oh. While studying okay. in Paris, he met music student and Boston native Annette Parker. Oh, cute. They married soon after in 1930 and moved to New York City for both of them to work. Okay. Anne is a pianist and Jean is a painter. Good for them. 
The draw of his family home, however, after the death of his parents, eventually brought the couple to the Key West. Oh, no. Where they would spend the next 40 years of their lives together. Oh, cute. I'm going to wait for you to wipe away your tears. No, just keep going. (laughs) (laughs) I'm processing this just fine. Wait, can I make a prediction? Sure. I'm not going to tell you whether or not it's true. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I need credit. That I get it right if I get it right. And if not, I get credit for having a creative imagination. Okay. So they move down to Florida. Mm Mm-hmm. Annette, Jean, and what's her name? Annette. Annette. How cute. How 1930s. I bet they have kids. And the kids are going to discover Robert in the box. And some ish is going to go down. Generational trauma. Well, it wasn't the kids. Upon moving into the house, Gene decided to unbox Robert. Because he knew where he was. Things started to get real weird from here. Oh, like it wasn't weird already. Okay. Future future (laughs) events aside. And Bruce, feel free when we're off the mic, you can weigh in on this. But if after you and Emma got married. Great. You're living your best lives. Say you move into the Kylie family home for whatever reason. What would you do if Emma, or I'll speak more broadly, dear listener, if your spouse happened to be like, oh yeah, here's this child-sized doll that was my constant companion. Let me unbox it. From a nailed shut box. Like, what would your reaction be? Like, oh, complete and utter terror. Oh, oh, spouse. My first question. You are such a silly child. But what? My first question would be, why is it nailed shut? Right? Like, if it's nailed shut, maybe we don't open it. Or also, I mean, sorry to speak ill. 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 Sorry to speak ill of the dead, but Jean's parents, if you knew it needed to be nailed shut and sent away, maybe do it. Without Jean knowing about it. I think because they were older when Jean was off going into... Because he was the youngest of uh, quite a few siblings. Four siblings, I think. Um, and he was like the baby baby. So I think his parents were fairly older when he was in college. And no, but often doing I'm talking stuff, about when they like, moved to France. He was still a child when they moved to France. But there was still family that was living in the house. Yeah, that's fine. But the parents chose to nail the doll inside a box. I think they were afraid that if they did anything to it, other than, like, keep it in the house, something would happen. No, uh, that's fine. Keep it in the house, but don't tell the child that's the conduit for whatever creature this is. I don't think they expected him, because the reason why he ended up back at the house was because his three other siblings gave him the shares uh, their shares of the home because they owned it jointly because it was passed Mm. down from their parents but they had already established their families in their own homes and he was newly married Mm. so they were like oh we don't need the home it's yours oh that's so i don't think the parents fully i don't think they expected anyone any any of their kids to live in the house i think they fully expected the kids to like get it as a gift of the estate and then Sell it and get the money. Then the doll will be someone else's problem. Yeah. Oh, imagine buying... Oh, no. Mm-hmm. All right, let's 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 keep going. Okay. So, things are getting weird. 
Uh Jean reverted to a more childlike state. No. Starting again to blame Robert for odd things happening in the house. He also carried him up and down the stairs, always having him with him as he painted, and even had him sit at the dinner table as they ate dinner. I'm sorry, I'm going to need an annulment. Right? Real quick. Right? Anything that Jean said to his wife that was angry, he blamed on Robert. Any argument they had where Jean had done something wrong, he blamed on Robert. Jean eventually made a room, or at least, like, it wasn't, it, like, the room. He, he basically built things for the room and gave them to Robert. So he had things built for specifically Robert. A, he built them a Robert-sized bed, Robert-sized chairs, and a Robert-sized table And gave him his own toy, the stuffed dog, lion, unhinged bear-looking thing. He let Robert live in the turret room facing the road so that he could watch the world from the windows. So let's look at this house. Let me show you the picture of this house. Uh, I've been to this house. Even without seeing the picture, yeah, that's the best room in the house. Oh, absolutely. So that's where where Jean would most of the time paint because it had the best uh, Mm -hmm. light. So he would want to paint with the best light. So he gave... Robert a so up in the top of that turret is an attic mm-hmm. um, and so an only the only way to get to that attic is through the turret bedroom mm-hmm. so that's where he and Robert would hang out mm-hmm. yeah this house by the way on the tour that we went on this ghost tour it was this house is gorgeous and it's really one of the most beautiful houses on that strip of road um, and there's some weird things about Key West that are, like, weirdly beautiful, but, like, in a, ve- like, it, it, there's varied house styles and stuff, but it's all, it's all gorgeous. So, Key West himself, bleh, Key West himself, Key West itself is, is gorgeous. So, he let him stay in this room with his sized stuff. Basically, just gave him run of this room. Can I just say, this is the more deranged, potentially haunted version of, like, American Girl doll. Oh, totally. Would you go through the catalog and just circle everything? Absolutely, I would. But I never. I think I got one other outfit from my Kaya doll. Oh, and I yeah. never. My I think my mom was like, if it gets gifted to you, okay. But yeah, but, uh, it's expensive I'm not stuff. It, there's a whole subset of Pinterest about creating, like, sewing clothes and oh, making furniture totally. for your American Girl doll. And my so, mother did that. Which I think is great. Get yeah. your kids involved. Absolutely. Because I'm not paying $45 for a doll bed. No. So I had Samantha. That makes, and that makes sense yes, to me. Yes, I know. It does. Um, but my mom would buy the, like off-brand like target brand Mm -hmm. same same size doll stuff or she would like like, she made tons of clothes for samantha uh, samantha so her and i would have like the same like school jumper because catholic school what up i had to wear a uniform and so my mom would like hem that dress or like help make my jumper for school and then make one for samantha as well so we would look the same and as a kid that's like awesome to have a doll that looks like you that's what jean's thinking when he's a kid. This doll looks like me. It's it's something I can play with. Yeah. It is something I can connect with. Mm-hmm. So, Jean even insisted at one point that Robert be served dinner first when at the table as he was, quote, the man of the house. Ooh, end quote. What? Anne eventually put her foot down. Okay, good. And told Jean to lock Robert up as he was making her uncomfortable and uneasy. 
Like, the minute she set eyes on this thing, she was like, oh, no. That's a whole lot of nope. Yeah. Jean conceded and locked Robert in the attic, which is just above that turret uh, room. Mm-mm. Robert did not like this. Oh. Visitors to the house and Anne reported hearing footsteps above them in the upstairs bedrooms. <gasps> the sounds of pacing and giggling. No! From the attic. <laughs> no! Shannon, I think, is going to cry again. I'm so sorry. No, you're not. I just find it, I find it fascinating that I am not scared by this stuff. Somehow, and I don't know why. I don't know, maybe because you've researched it, so it's more, you're looking at it more through Analytically or whatever. Yeah, an analytical lens, and I'm just experiencing it as a story. As trauma, apparently. I'm so sorry. No, it's good content. Keep rolling. (laughs) I'll do it for the pod. Thanks, man. Oh, God. Children in the neighborhood told their parents and friends that they could see the doll in the turret window, (laughs) waving at them and mocking them as they walked back and forth from school and watching them as they played. Remember, Robert's in the attic. Mm-hmm. Not Which in the means turret he has room. To come downstairs and nope and nope and nope, nope. So when Gene heard word of this, so this happened for about like a week or so, and he heard word from the neighborhood of like, this is weird. And the kids were freaked out. So he went to check on Robert in the attic. Mm-mm. But when he arrived at the turret bedroom to go up to the attic, Mm-mm. there was Robert Mm-mm. sitting in a chair at the window looking out. You okay? <laughs> You're not okay. No. I'm gonna keep going. Jean returned him to the attic several times, but Robert always made his way out and back to a chair at the window. Throughout all of this, visitors and Anne reported that the doll's expression would change with the conversation in the room, that he would shift to a different window when no one was looking, and that he giggled a lot. When Jean died in 1974, the house was sold to a friend of Anne's when Robert with Robert locked in the attic inside another nailed shut box. That's so rude to your friend. Honestly. That's ruder than you turning into a vase. Sorry. It's gonna happen. Time will tell. Yeah, that's that's very true. <laughs> so there are two accounts of how Jean died. Jean had Parkinson's disease Aww. and died from complications to this disease in a hospital in Miami. Mm-hmm. This is reported. Yeah. But in one source which I find very Uh funny. It was said he was found on the floor of the attic with Robert on top of him, tiny hands around his throat, but nowhere else. All right, yeah, that's a little It was a little too on the nose, and I'm like, you guys, no. Like, Anne herself was, like, constantly, like, bouncing from Miami to Key West to take care of Gene when he was going through the last moments of his life. So it's not, Mm -hmm. it's pretty well established that... Robert did not kill him. So the house was sold again the same year, 1974, to William and Myrtle Router. <laughs> found Robert in the attic and unpacked him. Because uh, nobody knows to keep a nail box it. shut. Okay, but... Curiosity is just so compelling. I would, I would say yes. But also if you are the one... Putting this creepy thing in the box, maybe right on the box. Cursed doll. Do not open. Oh, but I'd be so compelled to open it then. But at least you know what you're getting into. That's fair. 
Versus if you're just like, oh, I bought a house. What's in this? Because I'm a nosy person. I love watching, like, urban explorers on YouTube who go into abandoned mansions and prisons and schools. And I think it's so fascinating. Like, I wish they would spend more time being, like, little archaeologists. And, like, I'm like, pick up those papers on the desk. Tell me what the test was on. Yeah. In... 1974 what yeah. you know I love all those little things so I'm sure yes if I bought a house and I like discovered some stuff R- that got strange left box or something yeah previous occupants I'd be like ooh I wonder I wonder you know what could it be but if it said that on I would be like boop 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 hey Emma you're going to have to do this episode of the podcast solo you're taking this thing out into a field. Do not open it in my home. <laughs> okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> and then you and Bruce could get in your little car, mm-hmm. get your little dog, go out into a field. All right. And he could be your co-host for that one. I'll, I'll, I'll do that for you. Yeah. I promise. I mean, I should hope I don't buy a house with a haunted anything in a box. Yeah, honestly. So, uh, just label your haunted stuff. Put that on the merch. (laughs) Label anything haunted. I mean, I would say a little more explicitly. Label your your blank, but yeah, we'll keep it clean for the pod. (laughs) All right. So again, there are two accounts of what happened while the Router family lived in the auto house. Also, a baby named Myrtle. That's I know. (laughs) So it's on. It's simultaneously cute and very weird yeah yeah so one is that nothing happened myrtle, i like that one yeah myrtle used robert as christmas decoration uh, dressing him in christmas pajamas and setting him by the tree however he moved with them to a new home in 1980 uh-uh. and only then did he decide to move around and start to terrify the family by sneaking out of locked rooms and locking them in rooms. Ah, uh, no, no. <laughs> so sorry. The second story is that the 10-year-old daughter of the routers was given Robert to play with. Soon, however, she became scared of him, telling her parents that the doll was alive and kept wanting to hurt her. She would a op- smart girl. Right? Jean also, was remember, a stupid little boy. But remember, Jean was 10 when strange things started happening. This little girl is 10 as well. So. Okay. Mm. All right. She would often wake up in the middle of the night screaming and mm. claiming that Robert was moving around the room. No. Uh-uh. Mm. Whatever the story was, Robert was eventually donated to the Fort East Martello Museum in 1994 where he resides to this day. The auto house is now the artist's house, named for its former owner's professions, and is still standing in Key West at 534 Eaton Street and is now a bed and breakfast. It has minor reports of ghosts and odd occurrences, but very specifically, there is a ghost that people claim looks like Anne in her wedding dress who appears in the turret room. And people who run the place say that they believe the reason Anne is there is to keep the spirit of Robert away from the guests and the staff. Shout out to you, Anne. Yeah, she's currently the only ghost that anyone has ever claimed to see in that house. There's like little knocks and stuff in the house, but there's never been anything that feels malicious. 
-hmm. It's all very benevolent, and it's very much like Anne's just here to keep everyone chill. So I appreciate that. Yeah. So, in the museum, Robert now sits in his own room under glass and is surrounded by letters written to him. Uh, no. These aren't fan letters. They are letters of apology and pleadings to lift curses set upon visitors by Robert. Though there is a sign that explicitly says no photos, many people take them anyway because people be stupid, or talk about or to Robert without acknowledging him first. The staff say that the only way not to leave with trouble following you home is to greet the doll by saying, hello, Robert. Then you ask permission to take a photograph either of him or with him. You then must say goodbye, Robert, before you leave the room. Those who haven't followed protocol have left and had their cars crash, bones broken, had family members pass unexpectedly, relationships fail, and plenty of other mishaps, either minor or major. You can find plenty of these letters online, but all basically have the same sentiment of, please forgive me. Staff also say that they have heard giggling, seen shadows, had doors slam, and had lights in his specific exhibit area unexpectedly flick on and off. Visitors throughout the museum have had cameras and phones drain power and weirdly be back up to full power once they leave the museum. Currently, there is a lockdown ghost experience that the museum hosts with the author and ghost hunter David L. Sloan, who says Robert is, quote, dying to meet you, which I'm like, all right, man. (laughs) Other ghosts apparently inhabit the fort as well, so Robert may not be the only one who decides to communicate. Now, my dad and my brother, when we were down in Key West, my mom was not into this. She was going on the ghost tour, but she was not going to go and see this museum. This museum is an actual fort that was used um, to, you know, defend the Keys, the Florida Keys. And it's this big, beautiful old building. And they have other wonderful exhibits in there about deep, like, history about the, about the fort, about Key West, about all of that. But the main exhibit is Robert the Doll and... So my dad and my brother were like, we're going to go and see it. So I texted them and I was like, hey, I don't think you did, but did you take any pictures with or of Robert? And my dad and my dad doesn't immediately text back anytime. Usually it's like another like mm-hmm. 20 minutes or whatever because he doesn't always have his phone on him. Within a minute, my dad texted me back and he goes, oh no, no, no. In fact, you know what? Let me find the text because... Okay. I want to read it to you because I texted both of them. Well, well, while you do that, can I share a little anecdote mm. about, so you said people have to like greet and say goodbye to yes to Robert. There was a similar thing in the browsing room at Sweetbriar in the library mm-hmm. with the, the portrait on the wall. Yeah. Which like, it's an old painter's trick that the eyes follow you no matter where you go, but a lot of people Get have had like yeah. ghost experiences at Sweetbriar. And this was a thing, but I never closed the library, so I never had to do it as an employee. But we always talked about it on on the admissions tour of, and I don't remember who the portrait is of in the browsing room. It's not Indiana, and it's not Daisy. Yeah, I think it's a president. 
But you have to say goodnight to her. Because if you don't, uh, when you close the library, you'll come back and, like, books will be thrown off the shelves and lights mm. will be flashed on and off or whatever. Goodness. Again, we should do a Sweetbriar episode. We should. There's plenty. Yeah, there's plenty stories. of stories. Or just college ghost stories. Yeah. Uni. <laughs> so, my dad said to the question, did you take a picture or not? He said, no, absolutely not. Neither of us had the nerve. We didn't take a picture in the entire place. And my brother said, nope, not goofing with him or snapping a photo, not worth it. So, these these men are not like... They're, they're not ever really, like, believers in, in supernatural or anything mm-hmm. like that. But they ain't gonna mess with it. <laughs> Best not to chance it, honestly. Yeah. So, and I remember, because I wasn't on that trip, I was uh, up here. Mm-hmm. And so it was just the other three family members. And my mom, I had texted her while they were off at the museum. And I was like, why didn't you go with? And she was like, I don't even want to be close to that thing. Why would I ever want to be close to it? And I was like, totally fair. And yet your mother has that creepy monkey. Mom, I want to talk about the monkey. <laughs> Guys, I'm, I'm going to... Intervention. I need to, I, I need to find a photograph of this monkey Leah will send you one. Seriously, I should just text him right now. Um, But this monkey is a old stuffed animal from like the 1920s. And it's glassy eyes, stare directly into your soul. And my dad used to position it around the house in order, like at eye level, in order to scare my mom. And I think in retaliation, my mom kind of fell in love with it. And so now she thinks it's cute. So now my dad can't prank her with it because now she thinks it's cute. So now it sits inside one of these china cabinets and stares at you as you eat dinner. I cannot stand this thing. And then you forget that it's there. And you just turn and it's like, stare, I can't, ah, oh, this thing is the creepiest. Honestly, I would much rather have Robert than I would that ugly monkey thing. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no. Okay, we don't have we don't have to have Robert. Okay, good. Leave I'm not getting there. you, Robert. Good. So, in pop culture, Robert is reportedly the inspiration for the Child's Play movie franchise with Chucky, oh. which makes sense. Like, yeah, creepy, potentially cursed doll. Mm-hmm. Never seen those movies. I have nope, no interest. I'm, a, I'm good. Yep. I'll stick with Toy Story. <laughs> oh. There's a creepy bend on Toy Story. Not that they're haunted, just that they they How move do we know by themselves. That? Well, I guess it depends on the toy. Lotso was a bad That's toy. That's true. Anyway, sorry, I got very distracted by that. Um, there's also another movie series named Robert that is exclusively based on Robert, mm-hmm. and it has four movies within this franchise. The last one being made in 2019. I have never heard of this movie franchise before. But we don't watch horror movies. That's fair, but still, like, I've heard of Child's Play and Chucky and... Yeah. So, I don't know. In 2015, Robert appeared on the Ghost Adventures Artifacts episode (laughs) with Zach Bagans. Stop. This is just turning into a Zach Bagans fan podcast. I I am not a fan of this man. Like, I I love him, but I also hate him. (laughs) Like, there's no in-between for me. I just, anyway, that's for another time to just talk about how much I hate him but also adore. 
everything he does because it's so stupid. I just, I enjoy stupidity. Anyway, <laughs> it's the same episode that the Dybbuk Box is featured on. So when I watch the Dybbuk Box episode of Artifacts, mm-hmm. I also watch the portion of Robert being introduced to Zach. Mm-hmm. And Zach Bagans is an over-actor to the extreme. He is yeah. one of the most dramatic people on television. And not in a good way. He's so bad at acting. <laughs> and he meets Robert. And, because Robert has not moved from the Key West Museum since in 1994. Do, are there cameras on him? Do we know that? I, he hasn't moved outside of the Key West Museum. If he has moved inside of it, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Otherwise, I feel like that would have been reported and they would have hyped it up. But... Yeah. In any case, so in 2015, it had been quite a while since he had been moved. And he had never gone outside of Key West before Mm -hmm. him being in Key West. Like, 115 years almost at this point. Yeah. Um, So apparently the travel was seamless. Nothing happened. Um, And the travel for who? The travel to Las Vegas from Key West. Oh, Robert was going to Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought he went Zach to... was going. No, to no, visit no. Robert. So he Robert arrived at Zach Bagans' haunted museum to meet Zach Bagans because apparently that's an honor. And it was this weird thing of like he's sitting across from the no. curator. Uh, who? Okay, so the curator of of the museum of the of the uh. Fort East Museum. Oh, I was going to say, Zach Bagans is not the curator of his own museum. Oh, that would be so funny. I think he is. Um, but the curator from the Fort East Museum, Corey Convertito, um, escorted Robert to Las Vegas to I meet Zach I would not want to be on that plane. No, I would not. And she's sitting across from Zach Bagans in these giant throne-like chairs, because of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's holding Robert. And she is, you know, telling Zach, because he's like, so this is Robert. And she's like, yeah. Like, she's so deadpan. She's, like, not into this, and I fully appreciate it. She's like, I majored in art history for this. Right? Yeah. So she's sitting there, and Zach is asking all these questions, and eventually he's like, can I hold him? And her face goes, like, kind of blank for a second, and she's like, I mean, sure, but you have to be really careful. And I think in her head, she was like, this is an item that I'm curating. Yeah. It's like, I don't want you to mess it up. But in in the scope of the show, I think it was like, <gasps> like you, you don't know if he likes you or like if he'll let you hold it. I would not have spent that you. whole time talking about him. She mentions that. She's like, Robert's right here. You can talk to him. Kind of like playing it up. So, yeah. but she, she was asked, you know, have you had any experiences with him? And her answer was, I've never felt anything bad from Robert. She doesn't, has never had any experience, like, from Robert, anything negative happen around him or anything like that. But she certainly doesn't want to, quote unquote, poke the bear um, and fully respects Robert and still says hello and goodbye to him anytime that she's in the room. Yeah, don't chance it. Exactly. Like my, like my dad and my brother, like just don't. Be polite. Yeah. It's fine. Don't chance it. So, here are our theories. Oh, goodness. Ro- one is that Robert is cursed. He was cursed either with the voodoo or some other entity 
and wreaks as much havoc as he can on whoever disrespects him. So whether it's like Gene was disrespecting him or his parents were disrespecting Robert, um, and so he decided, I'm just going to mess your life up and throw things around and do bad things and, you know, Mm -hmm. all that. Another possibility is that he was imbued with the soul of the child that the maid of the house who supposedly gifted the doll to Gene lost in a miscarriage. She was rumored to have had an affair with her employer, which may have actually been non-consensual, but who knows? Because none of this is really reported. Now, the reason that people believe this is because, specifically in the museum, there have been photographs taken with Robert, and there have been shadow figures of a small child. Mm-mm next to him or in a reflection or anything like that there have also been sightings within the museum of a small child with darker skin because this woman was Mm -hmm. black Mm -hmm. and his father was white so a darker skinned child who's fairly short dressed in white looking very angry it's a no for me yeah. I know, uh-uh, no. So there's that story. It is completely unconfirmed. It is all speculation. But from the photographs of, you know, some people or whatever, which I couldn't necessarily find. I just saw the stories. But there's that. Another theory is that Robert is instead of cursed, he's haunted. And... Robert was imbued with this negative energy, not from a voodoo curse, but from specifically Gene himself. So after blaming Robert for everything bad that ever happened, the doll started to actually make bad things happen. So some kind of spirit started to collect itself inside of Robert based on the negative energy that Gene was giving off. Like his Mr. Hyde. Exactly, and was starting to feed all of his negativity into the doll, and then the doll started to shoot it back. So Gene possibly now maybe haunts the doll now that he's gone with his potentially childlike personality. I don't I don't like that one. Mostly because I mean I, I it makes more sense on a on a sense of like because of the negative negativity that Gene was putting on him and blaming him for any everything bad that ever happened, that like the energy that he put into him was also being put out from him. Um, I don't like the portion of Gene himself haunting the doll, although it would make sense because if the doll, when he was a kid, was the same size as him, he thought of him as himself, he dressed him in his own clothing, there's a little bit of that. So, mm-hmm. creepy, creepy. The last theory is that Robert is not haunted or cursed at all. Gene could have been a jerk who didn't want to take responsibility for his actions. Or he was mentally ill and needed help, but it was the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and we don't talk about that. So he was using him as a conduit to put all of his anger, his sadness, his rage into whenever something bad happened. Why are you laughing? Because the thing that popped into my head is the puppet episode from Community. Oh my the, gosh. The therapist is like, you guys need to talk about your feelings. And it's just all the puppets that look exactly like that. That's one of the best episodes of Community. 
Anyway. I love that show. Lastly, anything bad that happens to visitors to Robert's exhibit in Key West are just running into minor bad luck or have already had trouble elsewhere and end up blaming it on him. Finding a scapegoat, sending him a letter, and feeling cleansed by doing so. Oh, wait. So, Robert was just visiting Vegas. He, like, returned oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to no. Key West. Yeah, Robert is he not... He was not taking up residence No, no, no. At Robert Hotel is no, Bagans. No. Robert was just visiting Mr. Zach Bagans How in Las Vegas. How rude to make Robert come to you. Honestly, I don't really... I don't really know. Like, maybe it was like, we'll give a donation to the museum or something in order to get you guys over here, or we'll pay your way so you don't have to worry about it. But, like... No, I'm saying if Robert is yeah. truly, like, a spirit, how rude. Honestly. Like, unless why they, would you want to move Unless around? they were like, Robert, we're going to take you to Vegas, brother. We're going to show you around. <laughs> Let's play some slots before we go home. Come see the Bellagio. See the show. See some drag queens. Oh my gosh. I will say, Zach Bagans has a running record of borrowing cursed objects and like not being in this like there there is a episode where he goes to the island of the dolls. Uh what no. Which is an episode we're going to do eventually. I'll no. do it, but I'll do it in the daytime so you don't have to worry about it because I love As if it. That makes it better. It might. <laughs> She's vigorously shaking her head no. <laughs> in any case, he brought another cursed doll named Harold to the island in order to see if Harold's spirit could connect with the other dolls' spirits. And but it was like the the doll is owned privately and for some reason he was like, "Yeah, I'll just take it to Mexico, which is where this island is." And I'm like, "Dude, stop taking things places." First of all, from an art collection perspective. No. Secondly, it's going to be an idiot like Zach freaking Bagans that's going to cause some stuff that we can't Reverse. deal with as humanity. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to be stuck with it because of one white boy's stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm mad about it. Yeah. So, the last thing I'll say is that you can buy... Little Robert dolls. No, 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 no. I hate that. And I kind of want Emma. I swear. They are thoroughly uncursed. So you say. Ah, no, no, no. I love your dog too much to never go to your house again. But I would do it. I'd place him next to my teeth. Stop. S-T-O-P. I really want one. Bruce, please tell me you're with me on this. Please tell me you are running on that treadmill right now and you are vigorously shaking your head also. You're going to walk upstairs when you're done and you're going to open the door and your wife will be there and you will say, wife, who I love a lot, absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Penny. You tell mom, too. You lick her face and say, no, mom. No. No, mommy. Bite her hand if she tries to buy it on her phone. Bite her hand. No, mommy. Not aggressively, but bite her. No, mommy. Auntie Shannon says it's fine. In defeat of evil, we must do important things. 
Ooh. No. <laughs> you can get a naked cat before you get that. I can get a naked cat? Before that. I mean, you still So have, I can get a naked cat. You still have your husband to contend with. That's true. Bruce, baby, can I have a naked cat? Because otherwise I'm buying a little mini Robert the doll. No. Please. This is my new ultimatum in order to get a naked cat. I love cat. that you're looking at the microphone. <laughs> I am. With a pleading expression. I am. As if it's him. Yeah. But that is the spooky story of Robert the doll. That's absolutely horrifying. I hate capitalism. Why does that exist? That you can buy little dolls of a... No. Mm-mm. No. I'm no longer afraid. I'm just mad. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're no longer afraid because it is like 10 o'clock at night and we have to go to I bed. I swear, Emma, Emma's sleeping here tonight because all the highways are shut down for the inauguration. I swear, if you make any kind of weird noise tonight from this guest room, I will end you. <laughs> I just start to go. <laughs> no. <laughs> he just said my name. <laughs> it's not intentional, but oof. No, I mean, how many years have we been friends? Eight, nine, nine. Well, eight, because it was the fall. Oh, that's. But bad. I will throw it all out if you pull that on me. <laughs> About our eight-year relationship out the window. There will not be a ninth wife anniversary. <laughs> Never. Uh, well. Yeah. See, now you're crying. You're welcome. <laughs> crying from laughter. Uh, I'm so sorry. No, you're not. I'm. I'm a little sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> Cause you keep doing this. I. It's like every what? Like every four episodes. I, I am trying to space them out. Yeah, you these are the space ones them out. I will say these are the ones that fascinate me the most. So I feel the desire to tell them to you, but I'm trying not to overload you. So you'll never end up with like two episodes of mine back to back of spooky. But I do I do wanna tell these stories. You're just lucky I haven't done a murder yet. We haven't yes, done you have. Yeah, no, yeah. I've done a disappearance, but I haven't done a murder. Murder. We haven't done one murder during this. Not one unsolved murder. Well, I mean, technically, Tupac's murder is unsolved. <gasps> That's true. But Never what, mind. But was he murdered? Is he dead? Yeah. See episode one. If you're a new fan, you started at the recent episode. Got to go back. Yeah. To the backlog. But that's that's fair. That's a fair point. But, but I didn't get into. It wasn't a very gr- grisly. And nor would I want to get into a grisly murder, well, yeah, but like we also don't have any real speculation on who possibly could have fired the shots. Well, we did, but but not but like no evidence. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So, no line of evidence to follow. But so thanks for listening. If you're still here, if you didn't turn this off halfway through and start crying like Shannon did. Um, three times. Three three separate times, too. They weren't all in a row. They were three separate times. Um, if you'd like your enemies to listen to this and be freaked out, too, go ahead and send it to them, share, and then maybe subscribe to us if you enjoyed this. If you didn't enjoy this, I'm so sorry. Go listen to one of my episodes. Yeah, go listen to one of Shannon's. Hers are thoroughly, number. Yeah, hers are thoroughly unspooky. They're more, like, conspiracy. It's It's... All of those are good. I I do have a I do have a running theme of of liking spooky. 
So I apologize, but I found this fun. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, Shannon. Yeah, you're welcome for this emotional trauma. I better see it reflected in our ratings and reviews. Yes. Please email in if you are team spooky or team heck no, you are not bringing that doll in this house or your own house. It's a very long team name. Look, we'll workshop it. We'll make it fit I just on like the... team heck no. <laughs> team heck no. We'll put it on the jerseys. Yeah. Team spook and <gasps> oh team heck gosh. no. Oh my gosh, wait, but what if? Okay, so when this podcast eventually becomes a massive hit because you sure. all shared, rated, reviewed, and subscribed because you're super fans. Thank, and we thank have you. lines of merch. Sure. We could have, instead of like team Edward, team Jacob, we have... Team Spooky and Team Heck No. Yeah. Or it's a mug, like half of the mug is black, but then when you turn it around, the other is like a gentle color, like a nice light yellow. It's like Team Heck No, like in like. You've just unintentionally made her emerge Hufflepuff. <laughs> well, that is your aesthetic. I was. Th- I did have the thought that when you were saying like you have a tendency towards the dark and spooky. I do. I was like, oh dark academia Me. and then I'm over here like yeah and then there were inflatable tanks in our <laughs> history of light academia yeah I'm much more in the depths of like old Victorian mystery novels and people locked people, in the attic yeah basically the entirety of Jane Eyre except I hate the Brontes what, let's not get into it okay <laughs> if you have feelings about ghosts the Bronte sisters creepy dolls any of it, you can email us at this podcast doesn't exist at gmail.com. Have you been to Key West? Have you met Robert? Did you take a photo? Did you ask permission? I want to know these things. Please let us know all of it. Please. And if you would like to see the potentially cursed photographs of not just Robert, but his unhinged stuffed animal, as well as little Jean Otto and uh, the house, you can find us and those photographs on Instagram at this podcast doesn't exist. You can also in the bio of that Instagram, you can find the link to our bingo card because you should be playing bingo, especially to this one. I have a feeling you might end up with a full bingo. Yeah. Thank you for listening. And remember, this podcast doesn't exist.